0: Dave Spalman here with episode 21 of Your Favorite Morning Talk. I guess we'll do it that way. This week, we've got some updates for casting for rollers, and you won't want to miss them. Today's episode is brought to you by Baba Bear Studios. Baba Bear's mission is to create entertaining works of art that explore our humanity. they are great folks over there at Mama Bear. Go visit the website, bababearstudios.com and use the offer code that way for 35% off your next movie. You'll love them, folks. I know I do Okay, here's episode twenty-one. Okay, what's shaking? Here, let's do like a real start. Like I just picked up.
1: All right. Oh, hey, John. Yo, what's going on, Uncle <laughs> Zay? <laughs> ah,
0: just yo. Ah,
1: oh, just living my life. I just got turning my radio voice on. Hello, hello, hello out there. Hey out there, Seattle. Hey, hey. You know Tom Costas? Is it is that the guy's name, the sports guy, Tom Costas? I don't know. He, uh, you know, the short guy, Bob Costas. Bob, you know Bob Costas. Costas. Yeah, I know Bob, Bob Costas. The, the he's Olympics from Saint. Guy. Yep, he's from Saint Louis, Missouri. Isn't Joe and Buck also from Saint Louis? He is. Yeah, and Man, Bob Saint Costas Louis is cranking him out. He was gonna try to do like Cardinals radio or whatever in Saint Louis. He was trying out for it, mm. and at the time. He had a higher voice. So he actually recorded himself and slowed it down a little bit. So he'd have like a deeper, more resonant voice. Wow. He tricked him and he got the and job. He got it. And then they realized they had to slow down. And now down he the has recording. to talk like this for the rest of his life.
0: Uh my name is Bob Costas. Uh, Bob Costas. I'm not even trying to imitate Bob Costas. I was just trying to do like a Simpsons style radio mm. voice. My name is Bob Costas. You're listening, to. I guess
1: we'll do it that way. John, who do we have on today? Today on Line 2, you gotta block your nasal passages with, <laughs> like, the very back of your tongue. J- John, on today's... Line <laughs> on Line 2.
0: On Line we've... John, today's episode... John, this is real news. John, today's episode is brought to you by Filmstruck. Filmstruck <laughs> used to be a great platform for streaming movies, it is no longer, it existence. It's shutting down next month.
1: Wow, seriously?
0: Yeah. Our Why? ad didn't work.
1: Oh, no. Um,
0: here, I'll read you the statement. Um,
1: Tell us what Filmstruck is first. Oh, Filmstruck, people don't know. for
0: all you who don't know, is an amazing uh, sort of niche streaming service for really great movies. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is partly because Filmstruck is the the streaming service if you're like into movies in a big way because they have so much old stuff tons of Criterion Collection all the all the special features which is I one picture thing that I picture some about guy
1: the movies. I picture a guy in like 1999 maybe 2000 2001 mm-hmm. and he he's like dude I got a great idea what if we streamed movies online and then he Googled it and realized it was already done. And then he's mm-hmm. like, what if we streamed niche movies online? <laughs> you got to roll with the punches. <clears throat> Here's a statement. Um, we're incredibly proud of the creativity and
0: innovations produced by the talented and dedicated teams who worked on Filmstruck over the past two years. While Filmstruck has a very loyal fan base, it remains largely niche. An, a largely niche service niche. We plan to take the key learnings from Filmstruck to help shape future businesses in the direct-to-consumer space and redirect this investment back into our collective portfolios. And then they write, this decision comes as AT&T works to streamline Warner Media, mm-hmm. an effort that also saw the shutter of Video Weirdos Super Deluxe last week.
1: Yeah, so basically they have a guy come in and he mm-hmm. kills any cool project that's not making a ton of dough.
0: You know, I forget sometimes just about how big these organizations are. Yeah. Think about... Warner Media, which is an entity that I rarely think about because it's mostly just like a management company, if you think mm-hmm. about it, you know, mm-hmm. they have probably hundreds of employees. Thousands. You think? Oh, I mean, yeah. but like, I'm not talking about like people who work for Turner Classics or whatever. I'm talking like literally just people who work for Warner Media Group. It's mm-hmm. probably a oh. massive group of people. Yeah, right, right. But it's all,
1: literally, literally all they're doing is managing assets. I have a friend who. Lived in New York. Lives in New York now. He lives out by you, mm. and every time Where's I that? out in L.A., out in La La Land, mm,
0: mm. and I'm sorry, every time I forgot where I live for a minute,
1: every time I go see him up in New York, he would introduce me to like artists or whatever that he's hanging out with, you know. Mm-hmm. And several of these people had started little super deluxe type businesses, you know, mm-hmm. and they just go in to some media company that still will accept cool ideas. Like uh, the Warner or well, not Warner, but Turner mm-hmm. runs Cartoon Network, which runs mm-hmm. all these crazy, totally yeah, like transgressive nut stuff. But some guy's going to come in and look at that and be like, ah, these aren't making money and ax them. Yep. Some guy that, some guy that
0: just doesn't, do much? I mean, like I, I'm not trying counter.
1: to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like just some guy who's an MBA from some fancy school. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and is probably making three quarters of a million dollars a year, probably to be some like executive VP at, to be a buzzkill. You know, we're 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 sitting here talking about how big Time Warner is. You know, Time Warner is a Fortune 500 company, but it's not like doing 400 billion dollars in revenue every year you know what i mean it's not even close to that it's like a relatively small company compared to china construction conglomerates or china oil or you know what i mean these companies that have probably just an unfathomable number of people running these things i just can't even imagine
1: yeah or just an like a really astonishing amount of money like there's a Saudi Arabian oil company called Saudi Aramco that has toyed with the idea of doing an initial public offering, like offering stock and, Mm -hmm. you know, just a small portion of the total company they were going to do an IPO on. And it was some astronomical, like, you know, a trillion dollars for one part of their company. You know, it's crazy. That's insane. But um,
0: because, yeah, you think about you're selling pencils, to a country of 1.8 billion people, yeah, right. That's a lot of pencils. Lot of and pencils. if you are the primary pencil manufacturer, you're probably going to be a billionaire. mm Hmm. You know. Yeah, that's the old like, like calculators. That's the old gold or rush concrete thing. dust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like all the real money was
1: like the people selling them shovels. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, China's an interesting thing. I mean, the other factor is that when we hit our initial boom, right so mm-hmm. when would that be like in the 1800s say like our first big boom maybe mm-hmm. after the Civil War or something like that' nobody's pouring concrete anywhere they're building mm-hmm. timber structures because concrete doesn't exist like it does mm-hmm. now. so when they're hitting their boom, it just so happens to be the case that concrete is now the main a main building ingredient whereas when sure. we started our processes you know 200 years ago it was not that, but also their boom. What's interesting
0: though is our boom took us from, you know, how 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 big was America during the beginning of the Industrial Revolution? Uh, You mean population wise? Fifty million? Maybe. I don't know. Let's just say it's fifty million. Well, we could look it up. And let's say it tripled. I'm just making numbers up. I don't I don't care about facts. Okay. Good. I don't need facts. Yeah, you don't need facts. I'm not even going to look it up.
1: Fifty million. It was fifty million. Well, yeah, guys say it was fifty million. It's fifty million. Boom. So right, now sweet. make your now based on based on the premises that you made up, <laughs> <laughs> John. You're like, get to it, dude. Yeah. Now based on uh, the premises really that you made up this let's hear the conclusion.
0: All right. No, the conclusion is let's say it went from fifty million to one hundred and twenty million. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's like, you know, to rope it back into movies, that's like me turning a uh, million dollar movie. Into a three million dollar movie. That's Mm -hmm. a massive increase, right? It's a lot. But what's really dope is a Star is Born or something like or or um, Halloween, Halloween, Mm. for instance, Mm -hmm. which was actually directed by David Gordon Green, who was an executive producer on two movies that I've made, which is kind of cool. Um, Halloween. Let's check the current box office. Halloween is absolutely decimating the box office right now i don't know. is um, it yeah it's crushing for that size of a movie it's it's absolutely have you seen crushing. It? no not yet Will you, know, you i see didn't it? used to be into scary movies i am kind of now i watched the visit the other night speaking of movie wrecks let's do yeah. a little episode of uh john and zay recommend some movies
1: only if you introduce it in your uh, bob costas voice yeah i'm gonna do the jingle first John and Zay recommend
0: some movies. John and Zay recommend some movies right now. (laughs) It's, uh, I'm going to try a different voice. Um, This is, (laughs) I don't like that one. This this is Isaiah Smallman with John and Zay recommend some movies. John, what do you have for us today? Uh, The
1: Visit i haven't you, seen what? it you tell me that was your recommendation i haven't seen any movies
0: well you're supposed you're john Your are halloween has uh let, let's let's check back in with halloween today we're doing a little box office check let's do the numbers as they say mm. let's do the numbers um halloween is at 106 mil worldwide 90 of that is from america on a production budget of ten million, wow. that's the box office. Wow, movies like this sell like
1: hotcakes afterwards. Wow, how did they make I that know. for ten million?
0: Because everybody, it's Blumhouse. They just make everybody work for cheap and then give them a cut of the back end.
1: Uh, wow, dude, okay.
0: my friend—I'm not going to say who—but my my f- actual friend, friend. I mean, David and I are not like friends. We've worked yeah. together, but my actual friend, friend is writing the sequel. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty psyched for him. I feel like he's probably gonna make a ton of money. Shit load of money. Um I would imagine. Anyway. Uh the guy the main well, character well, doesn't John, say a single did, word. This, this has been a great episode of uh John and Zay recommends the movies and stuff. John, do you have any other uh you, Oh dude, you should see the visit. The
1: visit. Yeah, you were gonna tell me about the visit. Hit the me the with the I've never even heard of it. It's, it's M. Did.
0: Night Shyamalan. nuh uh, he's still and, making yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, dude, it's, I it's kind he of he twisted his... himself out of existence.
0: He pretty much did, and then... <laughs> ah, oh, that's good, John. That's mm. a good one. Mm. Um, no, 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 he's still around, he's crushing. What was the last um, movie he
1: made before this? Signs. No, well,
0: no, 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 Um Hold on, I'm looking him up. Um, this was kind of his comeback movie, though. Because... There was the one where so, the plants the were killing
1: everybody, right? What was mm-hmm. that called?
0: Uh, maybe the happening. Basically, he made a couple of big, big, big budget flops yeah. and got in what's called director jail, yeah, where you're good. not allowed to make anything. Yeah. They, they, he, he <laughs> good. no, you're right. He needed some time in the, he needed some time away. And, uh, he ended up in director jail and then he made the visit for like next to nothing, at least by his standards, $5 million. It's mostly like found footage. It's a horror. Um, don't spoil it because I want to see it. No, no, no. It's about two kids that okay. go to visit their estranged grandparents' house. They've never met them before, and uh, they go to visit their grandparents' house, and something spooky is happens. Amiss. <laughs> it's very weird
1: and so good. Um, Let me guess: the kids are dead.
0: Um, something like that. Yo, I saw um, one of
1: his his movies in the theater with what's his face, like G. Gordon, Lady, or whatever that dude's name is hmm The actor kid, was. Bruce his Willis? Name? Huh? No. No, um, you know, where he plays, like, a serial killer, he's locking girls up. Oh, 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 Split. Yeah, yeah. People that was, like that movie, right? It was all right. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. You know, this has been done before. Like, a yeah. Split personality, multiple personalities. Well, you know, before. I think they
0: were kind of using Split to set up, uh... Oh, I, shoot, I keep forgetting my voice because we're still doing an episode of John and Zarek Menz. Oh. Uh, I think they were – I think I think what Night, Mr. Shabalad was doing there was he was setting up a new movie, which is going to be a follow-up to Unbroken uh, about Mr. Glass. Have you seen Unbroken, John? No, no, no. Oh, I think this is going to be a follow-up. Um, for all you Unbroken – is it – it's not Unbroken. Unbreakable. It's Unbreakable. Ugh. I don't – why do we even do this segment? Oh, we've never seen the movies.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you see um, that movie the with Thanos in it that just came out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Infinity War? I guess it did just come out. That dude is in that. Mm. Samuel L. Jackson. I- I'm such an idiot. I don't know any of these characters, dude. Samuel, Where's the
0: worst movie recommenders ever. <laughs>
1: I don't know any of the... Yeah, where's Nate? He knows all this shit. Oh, we, we gotta get Uncle Nate on the horn Samuel again. L. Jackson is in the end of Infinity War, and he, like, disappears. You know how everybody disappears at the end of the movie? hmm No, I didn't see it. Ah, oh, well, I just spoiled we it for you. anything. <laughs>
0: John, The Visit made $98 million at the box office on a $5 million budget. Wow. And yeah, it's legit. You saw it. You liked it. Uh, yeah, I just watched it the other night. It's, it's very good, actually.
1: The problem with... the uh, Dude, we went to see that M. Night Shyamalan movie, um, mm-hmm. The Split, and yeah. we're sitting yeah. in the theater, and you know I'm like, I'm going to give this guy another shot, whatever. And the movie starts, right? And it's mm-hmm. like... Um, we're sitting in the theater, the movie starts, and it's like a young African-American kid running through this field, and then he uh goes like to this house and there's a bunch of like drug and gun talk and like lots of n bombs Mm -hmm. and i'm like yo m night this this writing is pretty exquisite like not his typical writing you know Mm -hmm. and then the screen went blank after like 10 minutes and a new movie started which was the (laughs) actual movie and after about 13 seconds, I realized it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie because it was like, I'm bored, Dad. Okay, honey. <laughs> like, just the most stilted, like a robot wrote it. And then what they had done was they turned Moonlight on by accident. <gasps> So the beginning of Moonlight is all these, like, dudes talking in the hood, like, about drugs and robbing and stuff and dropping N-bombs and all these nerds like me that went to see uh, the M. Night Shyamalan movie got, oh. got a lo- nice little surprise. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, this is well. This has been a great episode of John and Zay recommended movies and stuff. John, uh, do you have any parting thoughts for us before we go?
1: Yeah, I actually saw Moonlight because of the first 10 minutes that I saw uh-huh. accidentally, and I enjoyed it.
0: It's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So,
1: all right, well, thanks we for go. joining me, John. <laughs> okay. We'll see you all next Did time. Did we actually recommend a movie?
0: Yeah, I think we recommended The Visit. Oh, The Visit, and, right. Um. You didn't you neither recommended nor panned Oh you know what we
1: should watch is um
0: somebody Infinity should War, yeah.
1: get uh no 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 the old it's Halloween, it's spooky season. Uh when I John was Carpenter's a- original Halloween? Nah, it's boring. The um Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's a classic. It's, you know, it's like 30 minutes, and it's um, mm. just one of those classic Disney shorts, and it used to scare the mm-hmm. crap out of me when I was a kid. It's very good. Hmm. John,
0: I have an actual Rollers-related thing. An update. To to Segway. To uh Segway.
1: Tell us. Uh, is that t- how you pronounce it? Segway. That's, that that's it. That's it
0: oh it's not Segui.
1: not yet maybe in france
0: Mm -hmm. um john okay so i have an actor that i'm very excited about i don't want to use his name would i know the name Mm, no but i think you might recognize his face maybe in five years will i know his name oh absolutely all right especially if he does this movie yeah that's what i want to hear um, so you, you got might to recognize Rector. his name. I, I I texted my parents his name, and they knew who he was, and they actually had seen something and he, he had been in, and really re, like liked him and remembered him. Mm-hmm. But also, not everyone would have that experience. But he's he's a big time. He's a, he's a pretty established dude. Okay, but I think he's the perfect Rufus. Wait a second.
1: Has he ever had like any controversies in his career? Well, he did. Is it Mel Gibson? Murder like, like no
0: no no no. Oh, he he's wow. actually the guy that the movie Split is based on, mm. but he got help. You're giving him a second. So shot. it's cool. Yeah, I'm giving him a second shot. So it's we not like to do that. It didn't work out with Harvey. Yeah.
1: But yeah, where is he? No, but. He's hiding Always out in Harvey. Arizona. Well,
0: I just read an article. <clears throat> Apparently, the case against him is kind of falling apart because the DA in New York and the cops and a bunch of other people like can't get along.
1: hmm Yeah. So he's probably never going to go to jail. Oh, wow. Fancy And he's that. got a good lawyer. Have you been listening to Serial? No. Yeah. I, I just oh, – it's so depressing. If you want to destroy – if you ever had faith in the legal system and you want it to be destroyed, listen to that. It's very depressing. You know –
0: Growing up in West Baltimore, you don't exactly get the faith in the legal system no. pounded into your head.
1: No, no. Philly, same. Uh, so oh. you got Dude, an actor. we love
0: our Philly guys, though. Speaking of that, M Night mm. from yeah, Philly. Yeah, from Philly, The right? visit takes place in rural Philadelphia, John. You, I mean, not rural Philadelphia, rural Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, word. My parents yeah, used to live so in rural like Pennsylvania.
0: Exactly. You will recognize it. What, uh, um, what part? Do you know? Mm, I don't know if it's a real town or if it's a made-up town. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. Tiny Town. Uh Um, Train ride away from Philly. Mm. Probably Northwest.
1: You know, that area is spooky. They ended up making a movie about this, but they're not lower Pennsylvania, more Delaware, though. The DuPont family Mm. from DuPont Chemicals. Dude, I don't know. This is almost certainly not true, but (laughs) I was riding around in Delaware one time with some kid. And, you know, we're like 16, 17 Mm-hmm. and he was telling me uh, just all we're kinds. we in Delaware. In Delaware. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> already surprising, but he was telling me all these spooky stories about the DuPonts, man. Mm. Incest, kids getting locked in basements that were malformed, really? all kinds of creepy stuff, dude.
0: I might have to look into that because my buddy, I have two friends. One's a screenwriter, one's a producer. They're both obsessed with historical stories. Yeah, yeah. And they're really, really good at writing them and like turning them into series and stuff. So I probably should find out
1: about that. That sounds epic. I'm sure it's not true, but it, well, it could be though. It scared the crap out of me as a kid. There's so that area is very creepy though. Like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you know, they had Revolutionary War battles around there. I was there. gonna the, say,
0: John, yeah. think of all the people that have died in those places, and the Civil War. Tons of massive Civil War battles happened all up
1: around there. I I asked a guy. So there's a place. Uh, a few miles away from here called Point Park they fought a huge battle up on mm-hmm. Lookout Mountain mm-hmm. in the civil war battle above the clouds and uh i worked for a guy in college who lived directly adjacent like mm-hmm. right next door to Point Park you know mm-hmm. um you could you know upstairs in his house you could actually just look into the park so i asked him one time if he, i was positive that his actual house was haunted Mm. It was a, it was an incredibly creepy house. He lived mm-hmm. there with his his old kind of decrepit mother. She was real sweet, but I mean, it was just a, mm-hmm. it was a nightmare scenario. And he's like you know forty something at the time, mm-hmm. and it was just very spooky. He Had portraits of himself on the walls. Ooh. Nice nice guy nice guy. Every, anyway, I asked him one time, uh, <laughs> you ever see any ghosts? You know, because you're right next to Point Park. And he told me one night he saw a dude confederate soldier outfit like walking in point park i
0: believe it you know i actually used to go to another civil war battlefield right near there called uh chickamauga yeah and there's just these huge clearings in the woods they're really beautiful i'd go out there and just lay in the ground like read and run sometimes or i mean just these massive fields in the (laughs) middle of nowhere and um it's just so weird how battle took place it was like i mean it makes a lot more sense than total war which is our sort of current philosophy but it's like Yeah, like, no one wants to destroy a city, so just go out in the woods and fight, and Mm. uh, it sort of makes sense, you know? Like, destroy some field, not someone's town.
1: Yeah, well, tell that to Atlantans, because uh, I I ran into somebody who still had bitterness about the fact that the Union just torched Atlanta. I mean, that was pretty messed
0: up. But they were just worried, I guess, about the South re-coming back because they're, I mean, you know, the South still wants to rebel. Yeah. Anyway. Sure do, baby.
1: Um, Every day I'm rebelling. <laughs>
0: uh Oh, but yeah, I always just, I, I liked it there, but I did have kind of a spooky a spooky feeling because I was like so many thousands of people have just had their blood
1: just soaked into this ground. You know, I mean, yeah. it's kind of intense. Um, What's your best? Come on, it's Halloween. Let's get sidetracked a little bit. You got any good spooky stories for me? um oh dude i got one
0: hit me it actually happened somewhat near point park okay okay kelly and i this is a little personal guys oh boy but you know what it's fine kelly and i had a uh but back when we were first dating we had this like one kind of make out spot that we would go to all the time Barf. and yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> And it was a no cul-de-sac, offense, an undeveloped cul-de-sac. It was basically the beginning of a housing development where they'd built the road, but they haven't started building all the houses yet. Mm. And so it was just kind of this nice, quiet little spot. It was really pretty. There was a bit of a view. We just could, you know, go hang out there, talk, make out in the car, you know, basic stuff. No big deal. And uh, we went there a number of times. One day.
1: Just pause. That's how every single horror movie starts, by the way.
0: Precisely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're sitting there. And uh we're just talking, is it you know, kinda of being coy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Super it's foggy. nighttime, it's foggy. Which if, for those of you who don't know Lookout Mountain, during colder months especially, fog will just set in for sometimes weeks. Right now
1: there is a heavy it's freezing outside, it's kinda of wet outside, there is a heavy fog on this entire area.
0: Yeah, and it's cool when you're down in the valley because you look up at Lookout and you're like, oh, the entire – like you just see a cloud, literally yeah. just a cloud. Settled they called in around it the, the battle above
1: the, the clouds. Exactly. Anyway, keep going. So, uh, so you're up
0: there smooching. Well, I'm going to keep it short, but we're we're, we're not smooching yet. We're just hanging out. We're just talking, being coy. Mm. And then we both get this – I didn't know that she was having this feeling, and she didn't know that I was having this feeling. <laughs> Independently, it's called we both sexual get arousal. super – super super freaked out Uh-oh. like not and she she looked at me and she was like she like rolled the window up and she was like I th- I have this feeling that something. she said do you feel like something's about to run at the car and that was exactly what I was feeling at that moment no. like there was something about 30 yards away looking at us about to charge the car no joke that was exactly the feeling that I had And we were both like, that's so crazy, and we just immediately left. But, like, we both were very, very traumatized because, like, we we tried to play it off for, like, a second, and we were both like, it's probably fine, right? And we both just had these horrible sinking feelings in our gut that, again, both kind of started before either of us mentioned it to the other person. Who knows what it was, but it was very, very scary.
1: Hmm. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, a a true scary story because it actually happened to me. You know, it's not like I like got murdered or something. No, you know, but the fact that you Kleenex. both,
1: no, 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 I I I think it's great, and it freaked me out. I'm sitting in my spooky basement,
0: mm. uh, which your, I, your serial killer basement, the
1: serial killer basement. There have definitely there some things have happened in this basement for sure before mm. I got this house. Mm-hmm. The realtor that sold it to, or not the realtor that sold it to us, but the other one, claimed that there that there were uh, slaves in this house. <laughs> oh, although that's the word he used. He said the the downstairs, which is where I am, has a uh, slave quarters. Mm. But the house was built 110 years ago, so you can do yeah, the, but you can do the math. Yeah, I think I know what he meant, though, but... It,
0: dude, there are still slaves in that's America. That's
1: true. That's true. All you know? over the world.
0: And that was pre-civil rights. Any I mean, guy that's
1: married, he knows what I'm talking about. Am I right, well, you fellas? know what they say?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> we are not allowed to say things like <laughs> that's that. That's like an old like um, Reader's Digest joke. Oh, geez.
1: You know the old joke? Somebody told me this on a golf course one time. There's a guy uh, a guy's playing golf, you know, and he's about to putt. He's about to make a birdie putt, you know, and he and he sees a hearse driving by and mm. he stops and he, you know, he takes his hat off and he puts his, he puts his club down and he watches the hearse drive by and his golfing buddy is like, whoa, man, you've got a lot of respect for that kind of thing. And he's like, well, she did give me the best 15 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least I could do. <laughs> oh, wow. These are the kind of jokes you only hear on the golf course
0: you know that's the kind of that's the kind of i mean obviously that's an that's a caricature but at the same time i feel like that is a type of sort of southern like wealthy dude Mm. that does exist and i cannot
1: stand them Uh, you know who
0: i'm talking about i do
1: yeah you're talking about me oh no
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. But, like, it's, just this You know sort what of it is? Like it's baby. Man boomers. being the head of the household, everything sort of serving them. Like, they kind of do what they want. Like, women right. will be women. That mentality that, like, I just kind of weirdly think I know people, like, that wouldn't, they would never not show up at their wife's funeral. But they're the kind of people that would, like, make that joke up. Yeah. And sort thought, of. The thought might you know cross what I'm saying? their mind. <laughs> like, oh, I'd rather be at the golf course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, um, You know what it is? They probably
0: are at the golf course way more than they should be. It's baby boomers. Sorry,
1: I just read an article in Bloomberg Bloomberg or whatever that divorce rates right now are low. They're quite low compared Mm. to baby boomers, which is surprising. You know, you'd imagine with like the proliferation of pornography and just sort of Mm -hmm. cultural shifts, things like that, that divorce rates would be climbing, and they're not. And even it's – they the marriage rate has also gone down slightly, mm-hmm. but f- that being factored in, the divorce rate among baby boomers w- was the highest of any generation ever. And so now wow. things are going back to a more, like, reasonable level, apparently.
0: Mm. Yeah. I would like to – re. Uh, baby boomers did a lot of good, but man, they really – The 80s and 90s kind of messed a lot of stuff up.
1: You know the term boomer and the term sooner? You know what this is? I don't know what sooner is. I know what boomer is. Uh, Sooner in, what is it, Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Sooners. The Sooners were they had those land, basically like land giveaways in Oklahoma. Can you imagine? How do you –
0: let's pause on that real quick. Let's say you go and stake out your plot. What is it like a couple square miles?
1: I don't know. I don't think it's even that big. Who's surveying it? Who's who's drawing the lines? There was that movie with uh, Tom Cruise, our buddy, and Nicole Kidman. What was that called? Like Far and Away or something? Where they? I don't know. It's about that very thing. He's like an Irish immigrant, and he comes over here. And the end of the movie is them.
0: Judd, Judd, do you do you know the name of that movie by any chance?
1: (laughs) Mission Impossible. I don't know. Uh, I believe it's called Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, Eyes Wide Shut, right? Yeah, it ends with them like staking. People went, according to the movie at least. People went and brought like stakes with them and staked out their plot lines. Mm. But the people, some people showed up beforehand, and those people were called. That makes sense because, and the other people were called boomers, and now I can't remember why. I heard all this on some podcast, and ninety-nine uh, percent they follow invisible. the boom. Yeah, whatever. No, I'm serious.
0: Maybe. Did you look it up? They were part of the boom. No, no, no. I'm just saying like there was a. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I mean, it makes sense like the whole like get off my lawn thing, you know, like the the kid coming out with the gun on the porch. Yeah. Because if you're really way out there and the land less than 10 years ago was free, there's a good chance that people are going to be trying to get in on it Mm.
1: all the time. You know what I'm saying? There are auction sites that you can go to right now where you can buy parcels of land in super really? remote parts of America for like a penny an acre. nuh Yeah, but the problem is it's like buying a star. You know, it's like I've heard people...
0: There's no roads and...
1: Well, yeah, and also it may be a scam. Like 50% of oh. them might be a scam where they're double selling oh. lots, assuming that by the time no ever gonna go. yeah by the time you go out there you know p- part of it like half of it might be double sold you know okay john yo um
0: i got an idea let's see how our soup q is stock is soup q stock is doing ooh because if it's still down we never actually bought it so we um so we i think maybe we uh, divest our theoretical soup q stock and, and we start saving towards the, I guess we'll do it that way, retreat center in, like, mountainous, remote Idaho or wherever we can get it for cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: this, um, <clears throat> this stock is rapidly approaching the price of a modest house in, in my neighborhood. The, mar- the market cap is <laughs> the now – entire market cap. The market cap is 315,000. Oh my word! It's down six. You can't even
0: buy a house in LA for three fifteen. No. You can't even buy a lot for three fifteen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> yeah, smokes! Yeah, hard times for Soup Q. Oof. Well, it's hard times for everybody.
0: Yeah, thanks to the boomers.
1: Boomers <laughs> messing it up. I mean,
0: who are like, I want my, I want my full benefits and my pension and my social security for fifty five years. I only worked for thirty, but I get. I get to live on the government for fifty-five years until I'm a hundred years old.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I would. Um, yeah, I hear very, very frequently from that generation of people, like about taxes. You know how taxes should be low, mm-hmm. and then about thirteen minutes later, about how they're going to collect Social Security when they're sixty-five. Oh, Come ladies. on, guys!
0: No, and and again, they're not going to collect Social Security for like a decade they're going to collect social security theoretically for like 40 years.
1: You know, I think
0: maybe 30,
1: but still that's so much money. I haven't looked you know? into this, but we're about to hit you know, supposedly like the 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 credit that has eclipsed or the lending rather that has eclipsed all others is student loan debt right now. Yeah, I've heard that. I think it is even I think no, no, it's no, no, everything. No. I'm but sorry, mortgages, John. Right? I think it's yes, yes, yes. It's second only to, to mortgages. mortgages. Which I mean is that is insane because you're talking because about
0: mortgages. Yes, yeah, mortgages are collateralized yes. against real estate. It has
1: a, a, an underlying yeah. thing that has value, not
0: some shitty unaccredited college that like can't even get you a job. I
1: think this really it will be probably the next like quote unquote bubble that bursts. You know, in a sense. Yep. Although it is such a weird thing because. In 2005, I personally could have gone out. You could have. any Anybody could have. Mm-hmm. You could have gone out and through risky lenders, you could have gotten several million dollars in loans for real estate. Mm-hmm. Right? They were just giving loans out like crazy. And if you went bankrupt in 2008, you can discharge all. All of that. Mm-hmm. Let's say you ha- you didn't yep. even have a job and you can discharge mm-hmm. <laughs> $5 million in bankruptcy. If you go to NYU and you leave graduate school with half a million dollars in debt or quarter million or whatever it is, you cannot ever discharge that in bankruptcy. That ever. is bonkers. It is totally un- – it's it's against – Oh, and by the way, they charge you like
0: 65 to 8%. Yeah. That's- yeah. That's – nuts so they're loaning money to corporations at like one percent or some you know what i mean like it's insane right they're 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 scamming these freaking students me included
1: yeah i mean the fact that you can't discharge it should mean because it means that they can go after your earnings for the rest of your life for this debt yep um it's the I think it's one of the only types of debt that this that that applies to. In fact, I think like just twenty years ago they changed the law because it used to be the case that you could discharge student loans in bankruptcy.
0: No, I mean, but yeah, but then you get people like um, like Paul Manafort or shoot Trump or somebody like or or just anybody who who will like falsify records and go out and borrow money that like millions of dollars that they have no business getting and then screw it up and then declare bankruptcy. And it's just like sometimes once in a while they might go to jail for a second.
1: Yeah. No, they won't. But typically they won't, you know? Yeah. Typically they won't. That's insanity. And see what happens if I don't
0: even care what your political views are. Like that's, universally that's nuts there's just no way that that makes any sense
1: well it's, I mean you already mentioned um, Harvey Weinstein but go up mm. go up to a girl at a bus stop and rape her and see what happens you're not getting off from mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna not be in jail that guy's walking mm-hmm. around in Arizona and there's like a dozen people that said he raped them it's insane uh, yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy. Um, Home of the free, baby. To- Home of the free. What po- kind of podcast? Am I on the libertarian chat hour right now? Oh boy. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Welcome to the libertarian
0: chat hour, John and Zay. Uh, John, give us some views on uh, how the government's
1: messing up your life. Oh, taxes. Is- That's um, all these guys ever say. Taxes, free market. We got. It. We get it, guys. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah, we it's get not it, we happening. Get it.
0: Yeah, do you, oh, oh, by the way, do you want to call 911, bruh? Ooh, I do. I sure do. Unless, um, okay, I'm going to finish, John. I feel like I should finish this Rollers update because mm. I have this guy that I really like. I got a crush on this, like a big-time actor crush on this dude. How old is he? And mm, I'm going to go with mid-30s. Okay. How handsome is maybe he? Maybe early 30s. Very handsome. What's his body but type? But kind of an everyman, you know? Body type? Kind of an everyman man. Okay, not, he's not yeah, ripped? kind of, kind of. Nope, 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 not ripped. We're going to have to work on that, buddy. Kind of normal. Well, I haven't seen him with his shirt off. Maybe he's ripped, but he doesn't give off the ripped vibes. Okay. You know? Is he a humble guy? I will see him with his shirt off. He's very humble. Mm -hmm. He makes music. The music is terrific, Mm -hmm. which is also... So I find this guy, right? I'm looking around. I'm getting a little frustrated because I'm like, this character of Rufus seems like anyone could play it. You know? It's a flexible ethnicity... His age is flexible. It's just a dude, you know? Like, there's so many dudes who could just act. Why am I having a hard time falling in love with anybody, mm. you know? So true. And I just, but I have been. I've been having a really hard time finding anybody that I'm that excited about. Mm-hmm. And um, I've talked to a couple people, and they haven't felt like it was a fit, and I kind of also secretly was thinking, you know, they could do this if they needed to, but I don't know that they just have all the tools to be the best rufus ever this guy man i really hope it works out um i know there are probably other people that i could also fall in love with but right now i'm really in love with this dude he's very established he's he uh he won a tony award because he starred in multiple broadway musicals say what he yeah he also oh, I hear my i hear my wife
1: some, running down the stairs right now
0: i she know should. she probably actually would know exactly who he is and he also was in a major show on HBO as a leading role. And he's been in a couple of really good movies. But he's just – he's he's doing a lot of music right now, which is also very, very good. And he seems like the kind of guy who might actually be willing to take a risk on a movie like this. Is his name Josh Groban? Um, his name is Bono. You know who Josh Groban and is? His name is Sting. No – um. Why can I not picture him? Yeah, I mean, I know who he is, but I can't actually remember who he
1: is. My sister-in-law showed me a video of him. I'd heard the name, but I didn't realize that he was just some, like, doofus crooner. He's, like, a, or like an opera guy or something. I thought he was, like, a singer-songwriter, like, with a guitar, you know? Yeah, that's wait, that's what I thought. He's not that. No, dude. He sings, he's like a Pavarotti-type guy. He's out there singing, like, what? Ave Maria. Yeah. Yeah. oi uh... Seriously. Kind of like exactly that. Exactly like that. I was shocked. I did it my way. Not even that good. Maybe. Um
0: that's interesting. Okay, so let me finish this guy. So this guy, really great. His agents um seem seem supportive. We've now spoken to them, and now he has the materials for the movie as we speak, as of yesterday. And I'm uh, I'm a little nervous. I really want him to do the movie. Hmm. Oh, you know why I brought this up, though? Yeah. Okay. So his agent, this is what I need help with, John. His agent, um, one of them, just got a big promotion. And we are thinking about just sending, like, I just want to send him, like, a nice little gift. You know, just like a nice little thing to just be like, hey, like, you know. Yep, I already hopefully know. we're gonna be working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats! I already know what you got to do. You know
1: I, what? <clears throat> You're in California. Everybody likes to smoke pot. Send him a uh, like an edible arrangement. You know what I'm saying? Like a <laughs> weed arrangement. Dude, he will. Re- even if he doesn't smoke, all of his friends do. Oh, he will I love it. Love that. You now, know
0: they make like so many different things now, too. Right? Like some rice crispy. Oh,
1: macaroons. I've seen it all. Oh
0: man. Yeah, yeah.
1: And oh, that's illegal where I'm at, so idea, I couldn't do that. John. But you can do it, that's so do really it. That's a really
0: good idea. It's like everybody
1: likes a bottle of booze. You know, if you drink, you'd love mm-hmm. to get a bottle of booze. Yeah, I might
0: do that, actually. that's a, No, I don't think I'm going to do that. But I like it. I might do it. You should do it. I think I will. Well, John, I, I think we should wrap this up. I, I am really excited. Oh, man, I really hope I have an update about what this What would actor. be a
1: deal breaker? What would, you, what would you find out about this guy? What's a minimum that you would um, – break it off
0: well okay i mean there was another guy that i was thinking about who i think could do a really good job and i found out that at one point he got in trouble for beating the crap out of his girlfriend and i was like yep not gonna i mean you know maybe it's not true mm. um but it yeah i don't i'm not gonna mess with that in this you climate know? so like, don't touch it yeah i just think like anybody who's gonna do that i don't i don't know I don't know that I need to, uh, even if it's like maybe there was extenuating circumstances and it didn't actually happen exactly that way, blah, 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 I just don't need that kind of shit, you know? Oh, totally. So if I found out something like that, um, if I met him and he was just kind of a jerk, but I just really don't think he's going to be. I mean, I've been stalking him a little bit, mm-hmm. like in a totally appropriate way, like following his Instagram, listening to his music. I mean, I had like a amazing moment listening to his music where there was this – Line that specifically referenced something that I've been thinking about and very specific, not just like I'm sad, but like a really, really specific image that has been in my mind for the last week because I thought about it as a great opening to a a scary movie. Mm. And basically, the idea is that some guy, we're just like, it's kind of funny, some guy's just like eating an apple with like some almond butter in the kitchen. You know, he's just like, "Mm, this is so good. Mm, I love it. Mm -hmm." He's just munching. He's snacking real hard, you know? Yeah. And then his wife calls from the bathroom. She's like, honey, where's this? What is is this blood? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like kind of runs in and he's eating some apple butter, you know? And he's like, he's like, what? And then she looks at him and she's horrified. And then he looks down and boom, back to reality. He realizes that he's like, like sliced open and his like entrails are just like falling out of his gut eee. and he had no idea. And he's just like about to die. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh my gosh. And it's like what? And he doesn't remember c- what happened. Like he was just completely in his own world eating an apple. And now all of a sudden he's about to die and he has no idea why. And he probably, it was pot- potentially even self inflicted. I don't know. I got to work out, but I was just like, man, what a wild nightmare. You know, like, can you imagine if you just, like, had a mental break and all of a sudden you realized that you attempted to kill yourself?
1: My, um... How terrifying would that be? It's very scary. When I was a kid... I'm I, sure it happens all the time. This, my my dad was really involved in the church, and what that meant was that we had a steady stream of, like, weirdos coming by our house.
0: Totally. And, same.
1: Uh, one night, this woman came by who was schizophrenic, I'm sure, you know, looking back now. Mm -hmm. But everything, all of her delusions, because she was involved in a church, all of her delusions were like church related. So Mm -hmm. she would show up at our house banging on the door at like 2 a.m. Screaming Mm -hmm. that she had walked down the like street of a a Philly or whatever and seen all the buildings covered in blood with the word condemned on them. And I'm like seven years old. You know, and this like woman is barging in the house screaming about how the buildings are like dripping blood, you know. And mm. she she wasn't exaggerating. Like she had seen this in for real, you know, in her brain. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Wow. People are That's really some scary. people are so not in in the reality that most people well, are. Because our whole
0: reality, everything I'm seeing Is real, but it only is also what I happen to be seeing because my brain is doing an effective job of translating light into, like, cognitive images. You know, my brain could cease to do that. Like, it has all the computing power it needs to turn every red I ever see into blue.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. There's
0: nothing preventing my brain from doing that, and that's sort of you know what I mean. Like, so the same is true. Like. I'm capable of imagining blood dripping off of everything Mm -hmm. or to – I'm very capable, my brain is very capable of creating some sort of mental block to protect myself from the trauma of killing myself by creating some hallucination that has nothing to do with it and feeling no pain relating to it. Like that's a completely – not normal but like a completely feasible – anyway – Brains are wild. I've been thinking a lot about brains, but um, th- there's a line in this song that says, "Well, nah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say it because then some curious person is going to Google it and they're going to find out who this person is, mm. and I don't want to do that in case they don't sign on the movie. But there's a line that specifically references that exact scenario. Google sleuths like hit the streets. waking up, waking up with, yeah, w- th- that exact scenario. There's a line in the song that references that, and I was like, that's weird. You know, I'm not saying that means anything, but I was just like, you know, I think this guy's head is in an interesting place. He's exploring some interesting themes, you know, and I like that about him. So we'll see what he says. He might say no. And then in, when do you, you know, find out? Just, I don't know. I, it, take, it depends on how long it takes him to read it. I hope this week, but we'll see.
1: And he's won a Tony. So I think I'm
0: going to. He's won a Tony dude. for what He's an established guy. What do you want a Tony for?
1: I can't say. (laughs) Then you'll look them up. List of Tony winners. Okay, got it. Mid thirties.
0: List of Tony winners who have been in movies. Mm, That's really narrowing it down. Um, Tay Diggs. Got it. He? No, he's. What's that? Tay Diggs. Mm, mm Hmm. Exactly. Um, He. uh, He's a good dude. We'll see what happens. I need to send his agent a present, which I'm going to do right now. I'm going to send him a little gift, a little promotion present, because uh, you know I've realized it's just nice to do things like that. It's just not even necessarily to just get what you want, but it's like like I'm actually gonna get some little rollers, thank you cards printed because I just like getting little notes, you know I like when people recognize little things it it means a lot, you know, so I'm gonna try to I'm trying to kind of weave that into rollers from day one, you know
1: send them the weed basket. You can't forget that
0: the edible arrangement basket is just broken It doesn't
1: have to be edibles I mean if for people out there who don't know. You've got edible marijuana and smokable, like bud. Um, And extract. But they also. I didn't mean just just send him edibles, though. I'm just saying, like, you can get, like, a floral arrangement, can't you? I'm sure you can out there.
0: Mm -hmm. And just stick some weed in it? No, no,
1: no, no. Of cannabis, like, of, like,
0: Um... arranged cannabis to send to him. That would be a lot of weed, though. Yeah, he'll love it. And it would stink up his whole office.
1: It's legal. Isn't it legal there?
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean he wants to stink up his entire office with, like, dank, dank weed buds. Well, I
1: don't know what weed smells like. It's illegal here, but, you know, whatever.
0: I think everybody knows that weed smells like a a sweet skunk. It smells
1: like a skunk. Uh, You know, I may have told this story before. I went to New York with this Chinese gal, and everybody Mm. up in New York is smoking weed. So she and I are walking down the street. She's a high school student and uh you were with other people yeah yeah yeah, with a bunch of other people okay great you didn't
0: just go on a little vacay with a high school chinese girl Uh,
1: well um okay good just making sure i just
0: want to make sure for all the weirdos out there whose minds immediately jump to that possibility
1: well every time so this girl you know she spoke pretty good english heavily accented english she was from probably an upper middle class family in china and she's Mm -hmm. going to high school for a year or two here And we're walking down the street in New York and everybody is just smoking pot like crazy. And every time she gets a whiff of the pot, she says really loudly, like, Oh, I love that smell. And I'm walking (laughs) right next to her. There's a bunch of other high school kids with us. And I decide like, just to let it go, you know? And she Mm -hmm. does it again. It happens like 25 minutes later, Somebody's smoking a joint in front of a building we're at. And she goes, Oh, I just love that smell. Mm. And, um, so finally, and it is a pleasant well, smell. I think. well, finally, I asked her. I was like, "Yo, you know what that smell? Do you know what that smell is?" And she's like, uh, "I think it's coffee, coffee roasting." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! It's uh, marijuana. <laughs> it's marijuana!" And she immediately <laughs> turned like bright red, put her hands over her face, and she and oh, she no. said, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. people smoke marijuana here." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, that's what that smell is." And she said, "Oh, if I told my mom." She would be so, uh, so scared and upset. Wow. And she started to tell me what the drug laws in China are like. And they are not good. Oof. She was, like, nervous to be around people smoking pot. Seriously. like That is so interesting. Freaked her out. Yeah, dude. It's no joke there. It put you in jail for a long time for pot. Wow. That's wild.
0: Well, on that happy, happy note, uh, I'm going to give a little thought to this gift. hmm let us know what you choose. Um, I might, I might send a yeah. I might send like a bottle of whiskey. I might send uh, an edible arrangement. Mm-hmm. I might send a different variety of edible arrangement. I'd say pause on the um, booze
1: because it destroys lives. But you know, it's your choice. Yeah, you don't want that guy to show mm-hmm. up after he's been drinking that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. Booze is. Booze is even more in some ways I would
0: argue a more controversial gift than uh than a than a a little popper full of bud, but there's stigmas.
1: Yeah, I guess there are.
0: Even in Hollywood
1: where it's But legal? I might not send the booze. Maybe I'll send him like a cheese plate. Yeah. Who I wouldn't mean, love a cheese plate? Are you plate? trying to be friends with the guy or are you trying to work with him, you know what I'm saying? Send him something good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean a good cheese plate, I guess. I would take a cheese plate any day. Um, John, it's been real great talking. It's been a hoot. I will keep you posted on this uh, on this actor update. <clears throat> um,
1: yeah, I'm gonna try to man, figure really out who it is. Okay. I have a feeling. Yeah, I'm I mean, just people, gonna say. I would
0: love it. How about this? Let's end this with people right in with who you think it is. Let's get some guesses. Yeah, you know the mailbag has been very sparse lately people you know and also let me just make a quick announcement i know i said i was going to start putting out episodes on friday today's a friday i'm getting blown up this will come out on a tuesday but i'm getting blown up by a whole bunch of people they're like where's the episode dude and i'm like you know guys it's not coming out today because i lied i lied we did friday for one week i don't like fridays Mm. i'm putting the episodes out on tuesdays Mm. We'll probably still put out two a week almost every week because we just like doing that. But the truth is, I don't like Fridays for release day. I like Tuesdays. So we're going back to Tuesday. Fridays are bonus episode day. People don't get off my back,
1: you know? Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, they're the most demoralizing.
0: I love how. Yeah, exactly. You need a bump, you Mm. know? And then also, I'm everyone, I'm sorry for yelling at you. I feel like I'm always yelling at our audience. I'm like, stop caring about rollers. Mm. You know? Like, stop caring if we put an episode out i don't care if you want to listen to it i'm like i should probably be nice for people you know you got
1: to give the people what they want mm-hmm. you know that's what my doctor says mm-hmm. every time he gives me a prescription for oxycontin just give the people what they want the customer's always mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's a little joke yeah, people right, don't right. take opiates they're terrible for you they're, they're absolute oh, man, crisis they're so down bad. here y'all
0: gosh they're absolutely so awful all right well uh speak man we just love our hot topics <laughs> Um, hey, real quick before okay, we go, well, we'll talk real soon. quick, just yeah, one okay, final okay, thing. Quick, super gotta quick. Be quick.
1: What do you think about abortion? Oh, I'm no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Let's oh wrap it up. All right, Uncle Zay, it's always That's a treat. That's the one
0: you pick as a joke, John? That's the topic? You're like, let's joke about it. You
1: got to go big or you got to go home if you're going to do a final joke?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. We couldn't have had an argument about, like, what we think about, you know— uh, the, the housing crisis mm-hmm. or... No one cares. You know, whatever. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, um, on that note, we'll uh, we'll Talk, talk soon. To soon. Bye. Nowhere, All right. Thanks for tuning in this week. Check in next week when I'll hopefully have an update about casting. We'll see. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Isaiah Smallman. Executive producer John Schimpf. Opening music was The Get Down by Summer Dregs. Closing song is The Man From Nowhere by Tom Paulus and Max Bells. This has been a production of Mama Bear Studios.
1: Boo!